What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to interact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, or on Twitter at Podcast. It would make our day to hear from you. We also have a Discord, the link to that's in the description, and I have to shout out a very special Discord user, Brett over there in our Discord, explain to me how Star Wars shields work. Apparently, they can only take so many hits before they break down, and after that, they need to recharge. So thank you, Brett. I really appreciate it, and we hope to hear more from you as we come along in, in our journey here. Anyway, um, today we are talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 1, Episode 11, Dooku Captured. And joining me today to talk about that, it's my co-host. You know him. You like him. It's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. A little tired, but... All, all in all, pretty good. Also joining us today, it's show regular Lawson Broyles. How you doing, Lawson? I'm doing good. Also tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just looking at you, I can tell you're running a little low today. So I guess we'll we'll kind of start this like we always do. We have a short official description today, but here goes. During their own attempt to kidnap Count Dooku, Anakin and Obi Wan discover that the Sith Lord has already been captured by pirates. So, Grant, we'll start with you. What did you think of this episode? I mean, I, I thought it was a good episode. I mean, I thought Anakin and Obi-Wan bickering got a bit annoying, but that's really the only complaint I have. Okay. Lawson, what about you, man? I really enjoyed this episode because Hondo is definitely one of my favorite Clone Wars characters, and it's you finally meet Hondo in this episode. Yeah, I like I like Hondo. He's a, he's a good character. Um... I will say, like, I really like the bickering between Anakin and Obi-Wan. But also, how flimsy were those cave walls? Like, they were shooting them down? Or, I I don't know, but they just seemed flimsy. So do you guys have any thoughts, like, on the episode arc in general that you want to touch on? I've got a few more. I mean, I have one or two quotes from this episode. (laughs) Of course. Like, first one, of course, when Obi-Wan goes to save Anakin, he just goes, oh, it's you. <laughs> oh, it's my, oh, it's only my master who actually cares about me and came to save me. Yeah. Now, apparently that was all, like, part of the plan, right? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> That's kind of what the dialogue seemed to suggest, but I really feel like there was supposed to be an episode before this that kind of put that plan into motion or something. It just felt weird to me. Yeah, because it just pops right into, oh yeah, Anakin got captured by Dooku and he's on his ship. It's like, hold up, what what happened here? Yeah, seriously, it was weird. Lawson, um, you have any anything before Grant moves to his next quote? Um, I have one thing about the quote, and then I just have some general thoughts. The quote, if I remember correctly, I think it's a callback to Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, when Obi Wan dr- jumps inside of the uh, elevator during kind of the first act. And Anakin says, oh, it's you. I think that's a callback. Yeah, I forgot about that, but I think you're probably right. Um, I'm looking for for references. I'm not seeing them, but I believe you're right. 
Um, that's, that's what it always reminds me of. I don't know if that is true or not, but yeah, it. Um, I guess that would make the one in episode three the callback. I guess chronologically, yes. Yeah, there are a lot of those quotes where they quoted things you've seen before in these in these yeah, episodes. Yeah, like the like I think I don't know if we got to, but I think Grievous says hello there to um, Obi Wan at some point. Yeah. I can't remember if we've gotten to that or not. I think he does. Um, I did like, speaking of quotes, I liked Ken, um, Obi-Wan's line when he was talking to those initial prisoners, and he's like, you're not the prisoners I'm looking for. Which, you know, just like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Again, I don't know which one's the callback now. Yeah. It's callception. Another quote I have is when they're bickering about, how do I become a Jedi Master? And everyone just goes... At least you're a master at getting caught. <laughs> Which is true. Yep. Yep. And then they find Dooku, and Dooku goes, I thought I sent an unpleasant disturbance in the Force. <laughs> that cracked me up. I, I like legitimately laughed about that. I like Dooku. I feel like... I, I almost feel like he's a bit underdeveloped. Yeah. I wish he had gotten more in the movies. Yeah, I like him. I know I like Grant really voice. likes the uh, exquisite pajamas from uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 for Dooku. Uh, I was confused. I didn't know who you were talking to. I didn't either. Yeah, I think I have those <laughs> equipped as Dooku. <laughs> I'm going to jump to the end a little bit, but with the um, with the drugged drinks, first off, I did enjoy the drinking and driving gag, but also it's a kid show. Uh <laughs> oh no, I have to fly. <laughs> yeah. But then when they drug the drinks and like, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan kind of sense it and they, they swap the drinks during the toast. How do the two guys on the other sides of them like get their drinks swapped, not realize that the drink is just spun around? The last quote I have before the plot convenience is when Obi-Wan is trying to stop Anakin from jumping down the shaft of, uh, not Obi-Wan. Dooku just went down and he goes, why do I even try? <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that. But also, Obi-Wan failed pretty miserably too. Like, he didn't do much better. But it all, I guess it all came out in the wash later on. Yeah, and then um, more plot convenience. They just so happened to land on the same planet as Dooku. Not only that, they land right next to a ship. Like, seriously. Like, the plot convenience is, like... It's kind of through the roof. Kind of through the door. I don't need midichlorians to know that there's a (laughs) disturbance in the Force with this one. An unpleasant disturbance in the Force. Grant must have shown up. (laughs) I'm sorry. The world world was not wide enough. (laughs) (laughs) Had Had to go to a different planet. Yeah, I have another quote real quick. It's when they were bickering about the flying, and Obi Wan's like, "I'm a good shot," and then Anakin's like, "I'm a like I'm a master shot, whatever. I'm a master pilot." <laughs> and then Obi Wan goes, um, "For your expertise, that wasn't an excellent landing." But then Anakin's comeback with the, "If you hadn't missed that last fighter, we wouldn't have had to worry about it." <laughs> that was the zinger. Yeah. I like their bickering. I just feel like there was too much of it in this episode. Okay. 
that that's just me personally. I know y'all liked it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Where where it became weird to me was when Ahsoka showed up. Like I thought that was just odd. Also convenient. I like Ahsoka though. But again, like she just showed up out of nowhere with nobody calling her. Like just in the nick of time. My convenience senses are tingling. Well, to be fair, the ship that she and I think I don't know if that was Cody or Rex, the ship they were on was shooting Dooku's ship, so I'm sure they saw them crash land on the planet and went to go after them. That's fair. That is fair. Of course, they just conveniently, although they probably could have flown around the planet until they found them, but they also conveniently just get right to them. And right in the nick of time, too, with more plot convenience. Yeah. The walls of the caves are very, you know, flimsy for that convenience to just shut down the whatever that thing was that was chasing them. I noticed that a lot in Clone Wars is they'll just like shoot out really big rock structures, like like it's nothing. I don't know. One of our listeners who's a uh, physicist can tell us if that's how it works in Star Wars. Tell us why these rocks are not thickens. So Lawson, do you have any other big thoughts, or Grant, you too? Before we before we kind of wrap her, I have two more quotes, and then my notes are done. I have when Anakin and Ahsoka start arguing, and Anakin goes, oh, gone." He's like, oh, no, I'm enjoying this far too much. <laughs> that I loved. Like, I, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I'm sure Obi-Wan's like, finally, I'm not on the receiving end of this. <laughs> and then the last quote I have is arguably the best one of the whole episode. Uh, Dooku talking about the pirates. They are devious and deceitful and, most importantly, stupid. Grant's face, he knows where this is going. And then Obi-Wan goes, it's a wonder you don't get along with him, Dooku. You have so much in common. <laughs> I love that quote. And uh, Obi-Wan always has the zingers in the Clone Wars. He's always very quick-witted. Oh, yeah. At last, he admits it, that he was quite a liar. Nothing? Nobody? Okay. To wrap this episode up, why don't we go ahead and give our letter grades? Grant, I'll let you go first. I have a B plus. It's a good episode. I think on I know y'all liked the bickering. I thought there was a little bit too much of it. If there wasn't, I'd give it an A minus to an A. It's a really good episode besides that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with probably an A. It's a really good episode and if you're like Grant, you don't really like the bickering, but if you're like me or the other Grant, you really like the bickering because you kinda like the quick wit between Anakin and Obi Wan and just like going back and forth. And so I and Overall, it's also just a really good episode. I think for me, um, the plot convenience knocked it a little bit, but it did get bonus points for those zingers from Obi-Wan. So I think I'm going to go with a, with an A, too. Grant, do you want to go ahead and beam us up, Scotty? The Star Trek room. Uh, I know. <laughs> I guess I won't throw away my shot. You can email us at letstalkaboutnothing at gmail.com if you have any comments about the show, any questions, something we should review. Any concerns. Um, yeah, any concerns? I'm sure you'll have some. Um, we're on Instagram at Mach Mach Talk. Mach 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 Talk about nothing. We're on Instagram at Mach Talk about nothing, and we're on Twitter MTAN Podcast. This just in: Grant yeah. will now be doing the outro in a British accent every episode. Today we're going to be talking about season one, episode twelve of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, The Gungan General. And joining me to talk about this terrible episode, it's Lawson Broyles. How you doing, Lawson? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to have you on, man. It's great to be here. Grant um, couldn't make it because he heard Jar Jar was in this episode and turned and ran the other way. 
saying, get behind me, Satan, the entire time. And um, Jar Jar didn't. He said, Misa going to chase you, sir. And it was terrible. But um, anyway, we'll start as we always do with the official description. So while negotiating Count Dooku's ransom, Anakin and Obi-Wan are taken prisoner. The Jedi and Sith form an unlikely alliance in a bid to escape with Jar Jar Binks as their only hope. Lawson, what did you think of this episode? I really liked this episode, actually. From the intro, it sounds like you did not enjoy this episode, but I liked it a lot. Jar Jar was probably the worst part of the episode, but I still enjoyed the episode. Yeah, um, I liked the episode a good bit until Jar Jar. That opening bit, though, where they wake up after being drugged with their drinks didn't jive at all with the last episode because they switched the spiked drinks. Yeah, that's always sat weird with me. Maybe maybe it just like in between the two episodes, there was something that isn't really quite explained very well. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird because they even mentioned that their drinks were drugged. And it was just weird. Yeah, it's a little bit of a continuity issue, but... I don't know. Maybe there's just something in the middle that isn't really explained. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. It was just weird. Um, So, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan are chained to Count Dooku, which is a, a cool thing to have. Um, What did you really like about this one? Uh, Same thing as the last episode. I really liked the interaction between Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then you also get the added interaction of them with um, Count Dooku in this episode. Yeah, and you get those, um, like, I, I enjoyed it when Anakin told Dooku to shut up. And Dooku's like, in, in exchange for me holding my tongue, are you guys going to come up with this genius plan? I paraphrase. I'm not going to do the, the Dooku. But, um, yeah, I thought that was cool. I'm, I'm trying to take over from Grant here since he's um, he's usually a quote man. I really like how there's almost a little bit of friendly competition between Obi-Wan and Count Dooku. Yeah. Because, I mean, normally they're enemies, obviously, but it you know, almost seems like they're frenemies in a way. Because they're frenemies. I don't remember the rest of that song. It's a Phineas and Ferb song, man. Go listen. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Remind me of Dooku's backstory. Who trained him? Was it Qui-Gon? I want to say Qui-Gon, and I guess in turn also Yoda, but yeah. I think Qui-Gon was his like master. I think you're right. Um, so that would really kind of make them like brothers, almost. Yeah, I think I think the story is um, Dooku was Qui-Gon's Padawan before Obi-Wan, I want to say. He didn't age well. He did not age well. Looking at looking at Qui Gon and the Phantom Menace, it looks like there's a little bit of an age difference, but I guess we don't really see Dooku in the, the Phantom Menace, so I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of time passes between that and Attack of the Clones. So. That is true. There's about what, maybe a ten year difference? Ten or twelve, yeah. Because all of a sudden it went from this weird thing between Padme and Anakin to yeah, it's okay now. They're both like twenty something. It's all right. It's all right. Anakin turned eighteen. The midichlorians are strong at him now. So, um, what else did you did you like? Like, were there any particular moments you thought were cool or anything like that? Uh, I kind of liked the. Uh, obviously, they're captured by pirates. I liked the fact that, like, the pirates are being pirates. Like, there are a couple of them that um, 
plan to like betray Hondo yeah. and shoot down the ship, recover the spice and sell it themselves and then tell Hondo that they attacked them. Like that the that the Republic attacked them, so they fought back, and the spies got destroyed. So I kind of liked that aspect because most of the time in the Clone Wars, you're just seeing lots of like war instead of other stuff that would also be happening at the time. Yeah, and I thought the whole mercenary aspect of the of the pirates was cool. Like just even them trying to negotiate this this trade and not wanting to really get involved in the war. Yeah, they're like they're like we just have your people. If you'll just pay us. We'll be out of your way. Yep. I thought that was really cool. I did like the the whole um, thing with Jar Jar and the clones and how that kind of ran parallel with Obi-Wan and Anakin and Dooku. But I still hate Jar Jar. Like, the worst part of this episode. I like, I like how it shows that Jar Jar just kind of went, you know, as help. And then, <laughs> I don't remember what the senator's name is, and like tragedy befalls and the senator dies. And so Jar Jar becomes the commander of the mission. And so it's kind of like happenstance that Jar Jar is now in charge. Yep. And I even like how the clones deal with that. And they're like, um, sir, are you the one in command? No, it's Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar. (laughs) And then Jar Jar is just stupid, but I mean, it kind of works out because plot convenience and Jar Jar can't always be the bad guy, right? I still hate Jar Jar. Just his voice makes me want to, like, strangle him. He's he's not a bad character, especially not in the Clone Wars. His voice is a little bit weird. I don't know, man. I saw Bombad Jedi, and um, that kind of ruined this whole season for me. Yeah. Episode was rough. I know it had Padme. I know you like Padme. But man, that was just rough. Uh, even this one kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, like just with the the whole, you know, Jar Jar, Misa, say Jusa, and then you know, I really wanted Anakin just to run him through, like right there. <laughs> Don't worry. Later on in the Clone Wars, you will get to see Anakin run some people through. But the problem is, it's not Anakin running people through. I just want Jar Jar run through by somebody. <laughs> like, Man. if Jar Jar just died off, I would be okay. <laughs> Maybe there's like a director's cut of Revenge of the Sith, and it's just Jar Jar getting run through by Palpatine or something. Jar Jar gets run through and chopped to pieces, like, gratuitously. It's like an R-rated director's cut. They're like, Jar Jar, die! Jar Jar's like, why would you want to kill Misa? Well, if you if you want to actually enjoy Jar Jar, there's there's a video somewhere on YouTube that is, Jar Jar is actually a Sith Lord. <laughs> See, I think that would have been cool. And but lots the, of people consider it canon. I, I it's wish, not, but a lot of people consider it to be. I wish it was, because honestly, man, this just sucks. Like, it, it, it's terrible. It, at least that would give him some sort of credibility. Here he's just a moron. That's true. Yeah. So you mentioned you like Hondo. Um, I'm guessing he makes a return after this episode, but... Um, I believe he does. I think he's in the Clone Wars a good bit more. Okay. So did you like him in this episode? Like, was he... What, what were your thoughts on him as a character? I really like him because it... 
same thing as I was talking about earlier, how it kind of gets away from the whole war and politics side of it. Hondo is just like, look, all right, I will give you your people back. If you can just give me the money and I'll stay out of your war. And so I really like Hondo because he's, he's very, he reminds me a lot of Han Solo. Like he's like, I don't want to get involved with this whole thing. I just want my money. Y'all go do your own thing. And so that, that's why I really like Hondo. Okay. See, I, I agree with you until he like um, decided to you know capture Anakin and Obi Wan as well, and he and was the, like, "Ooh, I can like triple my money." Ooh, and instead he got nothing. Yeah, because Jedi aren't morons. Yeah, exactly. I mean they are, but they're not. We did get to see a little bit of Mace Windu in this one. Or oh, I yeah, guess was that the last one? I don't remember. Mace Windu. Uh, I think we saw, yeah, we we saw Miss Window in one of these two episodes. Yeah, and you know, he looks like Samuel L. Jackson. Does not sound like Samuel L. Jackson. Um, That's kind of to be expected, though. Samuel L. Jackson probably could not have made that commitment of here. I'm going to go be on a TV show for like I don't know how long the original one ran for. Four or five years, maybe five seasons. Yeah. And then Netflix, and then, yeah. Plus, I mean, it would cost a killing. Oh, yeah. To have Samuel L. Jackson voice somebody for five seasons worth of TV, even with as little screen time as Mace Windu gets, that's still a lot of money. Oh, oh, yeah. But um, there, there should be like a, like a TV mature cut of this show where they, they actually get Samuel L. Jackson and they just let him swear like he does in other like TV shows and movies because – I'd pay to see that. People pay to watch that. Like, I don't know. I thought that was all Pulp Fiction was. Um, yeah. So you got anything else? Um, I'm kind of out of stuff on this one, honestly. Uh, I'm pretty out of stuff. We can go on to ratings if you would like, like letter grades. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Something just hit me. Um, so towards the end where, um, where they're um, flying away and Obi-Wan lets Hondo off the hook. And he's like, remember, Dooku doesn't share my code of honor and he knows where you live. <laughs> it's just like a threat of using the Sith against him. He's like, don't worry. I, I won't attack you, but he will. And I won't necessarily stop him. <laughs> yeah, it was the whole good cop, bad cop routine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, since you're out of stuff and now I'm out of stuff, I guess we might as well go ahead and get to our letter grades. Um, Sounds good to me. So what do you think of this one? Uh, this is definitely kind of on the same level as the last one because it's the same kind of arc. Um, I think I definitely have to give this one probably an A- because I like Jar Jar, but not everybody likes Jar Jar, obviously, as we saw in this episode. <laughs> but I... I think it gets an A minus just because of Jar Jar, because some of the parts with him are a little bit more campy, but still, it's overall a really great episode with all the like back and forth with Dooku and Anakin and Obi Wan, and then Hondo is in a big plus, of course. Yeah. So I that's why that's why I think I'd give it an A minus, not the best, but not the worst for sure. All right. Um. Yeah, so you you like Jar Jar. I hate Jar Jar. So Jar Jar not knocked this down like a whole letter grade for me. I was oh thinking gosh. I was thinking A. I, towards the beginning, I'm like, this is pretty good. The, the continuity issues kind of bothered me. I was thinking B plus to an A. 
I think I'm gonna go C plus. Oh man. I hate Jar Jar. <laughs> He's the worst. Poor <laughs> <But>, Jar Jar. <laughs> If Jar Jar showed up to my house and begged me for food, I would duct tape his mouth shut and like hand him a Snickers bar. But he couldn't talk anytime around me. It, it would just be, I hate Jar Jar. I'll be nice to you, but you got to shut up. You cannot talk. <laughs> shut the heck up. The best time Jar Jar was in anything was those Lego games where he didn't talk at all. Because everybody was saying they're grunting. Yeah. He's just like, oh. and even then he was somewhat annoying. Mm. Mm. Everybody else is like, mm. he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh, I should have known then. I would have hate. I would have hated Jar Jar. Star Wars: The Clone Wars, Season One, Episode Thirteen. It is my co-host Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? Feeling like Anakin, but... <laughs> In a coma because I talk really weirdly, or what? Yeah. Without further ado, the official description for today's episode is... When Anakin Skywalker is gravely injured in battle, General Ayala Sakura must teach Ahsoka the Jedi philosophy of having no personal attachments. While they brave a hostile planet in search of medical help for the Jedi Knight... Jedi Knight, meaning Anakin, in case you missed that first bit. Anyway, Grant, what did you think about this episode? I thought it was a pretty solid episode. I remember those monkey people things (laughs) from when I was younger. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And I didn't watch Clone Wars. I guess they just kind of popped up somewhere. It's one of the few things I remember from Clone Wars from when I was a kid. Because honestly, I don't remember a whole lot of it, but those I do, like, like, I saw them, I'm like, Oh, I remember those things. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I must have seen this episode or something. It's an entertaining episode. Like, it it starts off hot. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, literally, literally. They're all busting in the atmosphere. There's this whole weird Jedi fight where you have... Almost fly into the sun. Yeah, that that's the middle of the episode. But yeah, they almost fly into... No, a, that's like at the beginning. Is it? I thought I thought the beginning was the um, the whole Jedi fight in the middle. Uh, in, in the ships, and then Anakin got injured, and they flew him out, and then they skipped into the sun. It it was all pr- really early on in the episode. Yeah, I guess that's right. I always have trouble timing these things out. Like, I, I don't know. They move fast, and, and sometimes they don't. And I don't know. At least Jar Jar wasn't in this one. Yeah, we got someone in our Discord talking about how Jar Jar really isn't that bad, and I actually didn't even watch that episode. Oh, oh it, it was... Was it like the first one with Jar Jar? It wasn't that bad. I knocked it down a full letter grade because Jar Jar was in it, um, so it didn't get it didn't go to double F's. <laughs> no, Lawson gave it I think an A, and I think I gave it like a I think Lawson gave it a B plus, and I gave it like a B minus. I don't know how how can you even give that a B plus if there's Jar Jar? Is it that good besides him? It was great, other than Jar Jar. I hate Jar Jar. Anyway, um, so about this episode though. Um, you have the quotes? Yes, I have some. I actually don't have a whole lot of notes, but pretty much all of them, or a few of them are quotes. So, Skillen, he has the notes. Um, I mean, the first quote I have is the, I guess it's the, like, the commander droid, and it's like, blow up the ship. But there are hundreds of droids on the ship. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, why would you care? There's droids. 
Yeah, it's not like they're clones or the clones are even if they're clones, they're still like actual people. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know. Um, that's one of the things I didn't like as much about this episode. Actually, remember the when the three clones died, getting mauled by giant evil turkey. Um, yeah, and they almost just kind of like, oh no, they're dead. Yeah, Move like on. he literally said, "Oh, Cameron's dead," and the other two. Anywho, yeah. let's go. <laughs> Anyways, let's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, that was one of my complaints about that. Um, just while we were kind of talking about the, the weird sense of morality that Star Wars gives you. Uh, before I get to the next quote, one of the things I have is that like the commander actually gets a little bit of screen time. Yeah. A little bit. bit. Which, which is more than he usually gets. Yeah. The, The next quote I have is Ahsoka. I certainly perfected the art of crashing ships and almost getting my master killed. I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed the the little piece before that where she's like, you know, I'm glad Anakin wasn't awake to see that landing. And then um, Secura, I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce that first name again. It's like, he would have been proud. And I'm like, hold up. We have the rubbish. Like, all the rubble. There's no way he would have been proud that you just flat out crashed on a plane. Yeah. And also, why are they, like, looking for Anakin to get healed? Don't they remember what J.J. Abrams said in Episode Nine that Jedi can apparently just force heal people at will? Well, that was a <laughs> bit different. I, not not that I'm trying to give them an excuse for that, but they did have a legitimate explanation of their like dyad and the Force being the reason they could force heal each other. I I think that's a crappy explanation, but but didn't. Didn't they heal other people as well? I feel like Ray healed like one other person. Ray healed Kylo. Yeah. After stabbing him in the chest. Right, because that's what you do. You kill the person and then unkill the person. Yeah. And then the they're like so one thing I know we're getting off track a bit, but wasn't wasn't Han a force projection from Alea? I don't that know. That was my my interpretation was that Han in that scene was a force projection like Luke was in The uh, Last Jedi. That Leia was doing a force projection of Han to talk to Ben to get him to turn back. You might be right. See, when I when I um, first saw that, I thought um, I thought Kylo had been hitting whatever that was that the, the blue guy, <laughs> caterpillar was smoking. In, the <laughs> yeah, in case y'all were wondering, we're recording those two episodes back to back, so we're still going to talk about the caterpillar on them shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that was. Lord. Anywho, um, yeah, I, I don't know what that was, but it's um, it was entertaining, to say the least. Um, you would think he could have just healed his dad, like if he really had wanted to, but... Well, he obviously didn't want to. <laughs> That's true. I don't know, though. Again, Ray killed Kylo and unkilled Kylo. Well, at the same time, though, didn't his dad fall off of the bridge? Yeah, but the Force, man. <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, Grant just did the whole... Reach! I added the CH because he reached up. Like he did. Yeah. Like some sort of tractor beam spider... Dancing in the night, pulling for Alabama to win a win a football game. Uh, we don't have to worry about that part of it, but nope, no, you don't. Um. Anyway, steering ourselves back towards the Clone Wars. Um, Grant, what's your next quote, man? I mean, really, I don't have a whole lot of notes from the last one I had with Ahsoka until 
until um i like the the guy i guess he was the leader of the monkeys and he was talking about how like the jedi aren't really or they're at least not seen as the peacekeepers they claim to be and it helps show that we're always shown this one perspective through the jedi of the jedi oh we're the good guys the empire oh they're the bad guys yes i believe that's true but there's a lot more to it than just we're good they're bad well like um like they were initially saying it takes two to tango essentially Mm -hmm. even if they're trying to end the war there's still fighting in it yeah um now i will say one of the things i kind of picked up you know when anakin was not being force healed on the on the ship the the oxygen mask he was wearing had like the vader sound like the (sighs) now that you said that i do remember hearing that yeah but it's not something that immediately registered while i was watching it yeah it was um I, i thought it was pretty cool now, I'm still trying to figure out why they sent the little monkey man with Ahsoka and um and the other clone. Like, um, I know he's isn't he the, the healer, right? But then they had to take him back to heal him. Yeah, that made no sense to me. That all made no sense. I mean, you could have also made the argument that they sent him like, Oh, if he dies, he dies and we'll know what they're truly here for. <laughs> well, but that was the thing. They they just said they didn't want to lose their only healer. And then they sent him for no reason. With Ahsoka. Like, you would have rather sent the healer with... What's her name? The the French one? Yeah, the blue person. Yeah, um, Ayala um, something. A-A-Y-L-A. Ayala? Aaron? Ayla. Ayla. We'll go with Ayla. We'll just call Uh, we're we're tired (laughs) oh oh, yes and probably gonna get sued for copyright anywho um speaking of the french one it's good to know that there are dialects in space and like accents and we can have french people in the middle of space i'm not surprised that there's different dialects and just different accents just because even though it's in space everyone's still from different planets and different um societies i guess i don't know what i was trying to think of but keep in mind they all speak english yeah but i mean like you go to like london they still speak english they just speak it worse well yes but london isn't isn't full of monkey people yeah paw convenience um maybe yeah i guess i guess they didn't want to have to subtitle in but some alien races don't speak english i would have thought that the monkey people would have been the ones that didn't (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm not gonna really knock it for that. Do you have any other speak name? Australian? The monkey people. <laughs> you bloody <laughs> so many so many Australian swear words inserted right there. Anyway. You got anything left, Mike? Um the only other thing I have left when was this? When Hold on. was this? When <laughs> was this uh <laughs> It's not helping me try to think. (laughs) It's Anakin saying, um, snips. Oh, yeah, when he woke up and they were being, like, he was being encircled. Like, um, snips? Yeah. Yeah, I vividly remember that scene from when I was a kid. Yeah. That's not, because that's one that can almost be a bit scary. Just, like, imagine, like, 
you just wake up and you're just like, what in the world is this? In, in case you were wondering why that's scary, just watch um, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, I think it is, with the cannibals, where Jack just like wakes up in the middle of nowhere and they try to eat him. That, um, yeah, that that's what this could have been. If these monkey people were cannibals, that's what it would have been. Um, he dead. And it can be dead dead. Anyway, <laughs> um, more dead than Padme. So they kind of left this on a cliffhanger, right? Um, you know, they're stuck on a planet. Because Ahsoka yeah, made that, that landing people. with monkey people. who don't. She made that great landing. That Anakin would have been proud of. They don't particularly love, like the monkey people don't particularly love the Jedi, but I guess it'll all be okay until the next episode. Um, yeah, I mean, they made the promise to be peaceful and, like, that they needed help, and the dude's like, well, I guess I can't say no to this. I say no to this. <laughs> they, they realized the world was wide enough. For both the monkey peeps and Annie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the world was wide. Anyway, um. Let me tell you what I wish I'd known. Before I landed with the monkeys. <laughs> you have no control which ones do dances, which ones get funky. I mean, it was it was a good Clone Wars episode, but there was nothing really noteworthy about it. No, it was just a decent episode that I'm assuming sets up a better episode here in a minute. Yeah. Um. So, what's your letter grade on this, man? My letter grade, I have a B plus, maybe an A minus on it. Okay. Yeah, I was I was thinking A minus myself. Um I really liked it. Nothing really of note, but it was entertaining. More entertaining than Alice in Wonderland. I mean they weren't on the shrooms, so that's something. <laughs> but I mean it's there was nothing really noteworthy which there could have been something noteworthy that made it go up to an A, maybe an A plus. But there could have also been something like Jar Jar that would have just dropped it, so Yeah, there was nothing really terrible about it just nothing I, I absolutely loved but i can't knock it for not really doing anything it's a long long season i'm just gonna stick with that a minus yeah i mean that's a good grade for it so um defenders of peace while the jedi combat a new separatist weapon the pacifist lerman must decide whether they will lay down to the oppressive separatists or fight with anakin ahsoka and jedi general sakura Grant, what you got today? This was the one of the two that I actually enjoyed. Okay, I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be the other one, not going to lie. No, this one I enjoyed. I mean, I like the monkey people, and I like that guy. I can't remember his name if they ever even say it, but I yeah. like him. Yeah, um, I don't remember what his name is, but he's the little monkey guy, just like the little red-headed girl from Charlie Brown. The little Is it Lerman? That's what I have in my notes, but I feel like that may have it been. It is Lerman. It's Lerman. The little lead guy with like the beard, I like him. But the Separatists are just like they're unnecessarily violent. Like, leave them alone. They didn't do anything to you. <laughs> and yeah. of course, plot convenience. That happens to be the one planet that they go to test on, and Anakin and the people just happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did enjoy when the droids first kind of got there, and they were like. Raid the peasant village. <laughs> like, what are what are they doing? What are they expecting to find? Yeah, I don't know. I have some quotes. You've been starting early on. Um, it's Ahsoka talking to Anakin, and she's like, "I hope you're feeling better, Master." And then I don't have the note for what Anakin says. 
but then he they look over and they see the like heavily guarded ship. Like I'm feeling better, but I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, um he said getting better every minute or something like that. And then yeah, it was just like super heavy guard. It's like nope, not not doing that today. <laughs> and then the separatist guy, I don't know his name. Was it Gun no, it's not Gunroy. What's no, it's the big one. Um I don't know who yeah. he is, but he's sadistic and like terrible. Yeah, I don't like him. But he was like, I found a new world where we can test my, I mean, our new weapon. Yep. And then the just the weapon of mass destruction. I don't understand yep. how it works. Like, it didn't hurt the droids, but it hurt everyone but the droids. I, I don't know. Yeah. And just like the other one, I distinctly remember this episode from when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I remember this one, too. It's weird how some of these stand out and some of them don't. Yeah. I remember even as a kid, I liked that monkey guy. Yeah, I, I do, too. Um, the monkey guy's a, a cool little guy. Now, his ideals are kind of odd, but... You know, if we're going to die today, we're going to die today. There's, I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah, I get he's kind of sticking with tradition. But at the same time, I feel like at that point, it, you're going to get attacked either way. Yeah. I Just like, why would you? And that's the one bone I have to pick with him is like, I understand like not wanting to start a war and not wanting to keep a war going. But if you're about to get actively attacked, I feel like that's different than going out and attacking people for no reason like the separatists are doing yeah and i agree and i agree more with his i guess son daughter i think it's son i think you're i'm not right. really sure his kid um who who sounded i guess new zealand i i don't know um but i, I agree with that well they're attacking us let's go kill them please <laughs> yeah and then I have another quote, which is when they first test the weapon, it's like the two droids. It's like, should we take cover? No, idiot. It's not even going to hit us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But they were unscathed for some reason. Yeah, which I would curious to know how that works and if that's even a thing that's possible in real life. I doubt it is. Well, you can do it the other way around with like an EMP blast. I don't know how you would un EMP blast something. Yeah. Another thing that how did the droids not hear the lightsabers when they were just like coming up to them? Like the lady, I can't remember her name, but she like snuck up on droids and popped her lightsaber and they just just didn't hear it and just kept standing there and got killed. Like lightsabers are not quiet when you activate them. No, it's something like a it's it's about as light about as quiet as a um weed eater yeah that's actually a pretty good representation of probably how loud it'd be and then i like when the droids were standing there on top of the tower like we can't have any surprises for the general as the other two droids get picked off and then he gets picked off himself yeah i i thought that was pretty good um i did enjoy well i didn't enjoy i had a i had a question for you so how did they get the shield generators? Like, I, I somehow missed that. Plot convenience. <laughs> Plot convenience? I, I didn't see anything either. I wonder if that was maybe something that the Lerman had, maybe? But I don't think they really showed. They were just like, oh, look, we have these two shield generators. So let's pop them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page the Wikipedia page. I said wiki before. 
Um, and I'm not seeing anything. Like I'm just seeing that they use the shield or they set up the shield generators. Um, oh, okay, never mind. So they took the shuttle, the um, the command shuttle with those battle droids on it, and that's where they got the generators. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I thought maybe I'd like glanced down at my phone or something and missed it, but if you didn't catch it either, they must not have made it obvious. Yeah, I didn't catch it. Um, I just think it's funny. And then uh, they shoot the weapon at the shield, does nothing because of the shield generator, obviously. And then they send in the first group of droids. And as they're getting picked off, five, four, three, two, one. All right, first battalion is destroyed. <laughs> yep. And then with the um, with Ahsoka going, yeah, you know, that wasn't that bad. And then Anakin being like, that's wave one. <laughs> but then they send in the next battalion. Somehow Anakin gets by them. Mm-hmm. And then he's and then he's just walking up all wounded. Sir, there's a Jedi coming right toward us. Then blast him, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, he got better quick. Minute every minute. Maybe that force healing finally kicked in. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I like how uh when they get destroyed and he goes, Help, I'll be defoliated. Which I had to look up what that word meant. What does <laughs> defoliated? It mean? means to deprive or leaves especially prematurely. <laughs> Off with their head. Off with their head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, and I had a friend who watched the show and she said, listen, listen to the podcast. I don't know why I said watch the show that listened to the podcast and said that was the best part of the episode was me just randomly yelling off with their head. So thank you for that, because I was nervous that people weren't going to like that. <laughs> and then after he says, help, I'll be defoliated. He goes, there goes my promotion. Yeah, he was obviously a bit dictator, di- dictatorial. I don't know what the word. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Raid the peasant village. <laughs> With the So my turn for a quote, and this is going back a little bit. When he first showed up and the, um, the monkey's like, hi. And he goes greetings on your or, or um, congratulations on your good fortune the monkey says thank you but we had good fortune long before you got here yep and i think good fortune is a bit of an understatement yeah yeah and then the last <laughs> thing i have i know i've just been going on about the episode yeah. last thing i have is ahsoka just straight up executed those droids yeah off with their heads yeah very much executed them yeah, the little Lerman just managed to get the little wire thing around their legs, pulled them over, and Ahsoka just full-on executor style just chopped all their heads off. Yep, it was entertaining, man. Entertaining. Well, with that, um, what's your letter grade, man? <laughs> this was, I really liked this episode. I know you said before that you liked both of them, and I did not like the next one, spoiler alert, but... I give this one an A minus to an A. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking like a B plus to an A minus. I like it. I don't love the Lerman. Like I, I like the Lerman. I just don't love the the whole pacifist Lerman thing. We'll, we'll yeah. Call the, we'll call the bearded guy Herman the Lerman. I didn't like <laughs> Herman the Lerman. <laughs> 
I like Tarman the Harmon, except for when he just like absolutely refused to go to war, even when they were being. <laughs> I can't believe I just said it. <laughs> no, yeah, no self-preservation instinct for Herman the Harmon. <laughs> Anakin and Obi Wan get caught in the middle of an escalating conflict between the Fury territorial inhabitants. Not the Fury Territorial, the Furry Territorial inhabitants of a desolate ice world that isn't Hoth, and the greedy representatives of a nearby moon. Dun, 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 dun. Alright, Grant, what'd you think of this one? Honestly, was not a huge fan of this one. I know you said that you really liked this one, so interested to see what you liked that I didn't. Yeah, I'm I'm interested because, like you said, I did quite enjoy this one. I thought this one was a little bit better than the last one, and the last one had Herman the Lerman. Uh, this one doesn't really have Herman the Lerman. It's kind of sad. It doesn't have anybody I can make fun of. The first thing that I just didn't like about the episode is there's just it just seems like there's a good bit of a time difference between episodes. They don't show any of the backstory. It's like, oh yeah, uh, they just they're just coming to this place because like. Just see what's going on here. Yeah, I, I don't know. the The way this show works is is an anthology, so stuff like that doesn't really bother me as much. Like I can I can forgive them for hopping around a little bit. Yeah, I have a problem with that. It's just they just go from leaving that one place. Anakin's now completely fully healed. Obi Wan's there. They're with other people and they're just going straight there. There's one thing I did like, and it was when they were talking about like casting the footprints, like it's Bigfoot and Yeti. It's the thing that held Luke up in episode five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that thing. Everybody knows that thing. The Imperial Snow Monster. See what I did there? Anyway. <laughs> and then my next note is I just absolutely despise the chairman. Why? He's just like What's the word I'm thinking of? What's an appropriate thing I can say? He's a jerk. I mean, I agree with you. I'm just curious as to what you wanted to say. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of a warmongering son of a gun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> there's like, why not just have peace with those people? Like, because you must kill them all. Yeah, and then my notes from go from I don't like the chairman to I'm happy that he died. <laughs> yeah, that chairman was essentially a 12-year-old who just bought a copy of GTA and wants to just run rampage in the streets. Pretty much, yeah, though I'd be a bit concerned if there's a 12-year-old playing GTA, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So I disliked him, but that was part of why I liked the episode. Like, I thought it all kind of worked out for the betterment of Pentorian kind. I agree with that, but it was still just, he was just like the focal point of the episode for so long, and he was just so annoying, and I just hated him, and they kept showing him doing the same thing. Like, you must avenge me. Yeah. So to, to you, he was the Jar Jar of this episode. Better than Jar Jar, because I, I did not give this episode an F, so much better than Jar Jar, but I'd still rather him not be there. I'd rather have the senator just be in charge of the people the whole time that we don't get this episode, really. So Yeah, there's no conflict. There's there's no episode here. And you would never yeah. have gotten to see that cool clone snow armor, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, it was. I like how Rex was still blue. Like, that's just what he does. 
right, well, I have literally the only other note I have is that the senator actually has a brain. Yeah, yeah, she's a very pacifistic kind of, let's go for peace here. <laughs> type, type yeah, person. but she seems to be not like the Lerman guy, Herman the Lerman. <laughs> 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 if it's going to get brought up, I'd rather say it than you say it. So, she's better than Herman the Lerman because I'm sure if it came down to <laughs> she would actually have fought them if they had not wanted peace. Yeah. But the difference is that those people actually did want peace, but freaking <laughs> Chairman Dingling Dong didn't. <laughs> Herman the, I'm Herman the Lerman. I speak for the peace. You try to kill me. <laughs> I'll die along. I'll die peacefully. That's what I was, was going to say. My name is Herman the Lerman. <laughs> I speak for peace. I was going to say peace again. Oh, Lord. And, and if you try to kill me, I'll call my friend who speaks for the trees. The Lorax. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Herman the Lerman. <laughs> there needs to be a Star Wars spinoff movie. That is Herman the Lerman learning to be a Jedi. Right. Uh, if you want to leave hate mail, like I said in the intro, there's many places you can do it. <laughs> We're not editing the episode here, but once again, email let's talk about nothing at gmail.com, Instagram at let's talk about nothing, Twitter only, MTAN podcast, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And we have a special, a special Discord channel for hate mail. And yep. we will accept the hate mail. Um, yep, you, and we'll you, play your it, hate mail as long as it's appropriate. Yeah, we'll we'll either read it or you can send us a voice message. That link's in the description as well, and we'd love to have that because then you guys get to be on the show. All right. Well, I have no other notes. I didn't have a lot of notes because it was hard for happy to cut you off about Herman. Um, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just don't. I just didn't like this episode a whole lot. So I didn't have a lot of notes. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed all the. Um, like the the fighting and such, I thought it was fairly good. Um, if you're ready, though, we can go ahead and jump into letter grades. Uh, if you no, if you have more you want to talk about the episode, you can. I was pretty much done. I always rely on you to make the notes. So when you don't make the notes, I just um, I I come up with a couple of things. And how about that Rex armor? That's all I got. Like I thought it was really cool. There was nothing like super memorable about it. I, I thought it was good. I hated. I hated the guy I was supposed to hate. I liked the guy I was supposed to pull for, and I was glad C-3PO was in it. Kind of sad we didn't get any more Herman the Lerman. Anyway, <laughs> I hope he makes a return. Like I, I feel like he probably does, but I don't know. I hope. We got like seven whole seasons, and I couldn't go with him. I hope, I hope he actually has a name, and we can stop calling him Herman. <laughs> <laughs> we could call him Herman the German Lerman. So you want to go ahead and do letter grades? I had a C to a C plus. Okay. I had an A plus because I love this episode. <laughs> um, even even though it didn't have Herman, they couldn't have possibly known how much we would love Herman. So I can't knock it for not having Herman. Can you give us a quick recap of why you gave it a C plus? Yeah, I gave it a C plus because just in general, it just wasn't my favorite kind of episode. Um, skip time when they could have done like a little backstory of like, hey, like if there's something going on, there's something going on on this planet. 
we need you guys to head over there and just check it out. And they sent like the chairman and the senator. So clearly there was a reason they were there, mm-hmm. but they just didn't show any of that. And then we get there, the chairman's just obnoxious and just like, I'm going to go to war because I can and you can't stop me. And then even the Senate and the, was, the council were just like, yeah, that dude's nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So so far, and then like they just kept showcasing him. All right, sorry. Yeah, so far we've had two characters on the opposite sides of the whole war spectrum in two straight episodes. We had Herman, who was never hurt anybody under any pretense, and then we had warmongering non-Herman, who was just like kill them all, kill Mm -hmm. them all. But we got those cool snowsuits. Yep, we did. We're back to The Clone Wars, episode 16 of season 1, The Hidden Enemy. As always, <laughs> we'll begin with the official description, which is, Anakin and Obi-Wan discover evidence of a traitor amongst their ranks while attempting to lead Republic forces to liberate the planet of Christophsis, of Christophsis from Separatist siege. When the Republic is ambushed on Christophsis, it becomes clear that someone hath set them up. The Jedi suspect the Sith while Rex and Cody uncover information that points to a spy amongst them. So Red than... sus. What? Red sus. Yeah, red sus. That's what I was about to say. Other than the fact that this episode seemed a heck of a lot like an Among Us game, what did you, what did you think of this one? Oh, I... <laughs> I think that's... I think they caused Slick hopping out of the vent. <laughs> um... I think you're not wrong. It was a really good episode. I liked yeah. it a lot. I remember this one from childhood, so... I, I do, too. I think I remember a lot of it due to the um, LEGO Star Wars 3, which was my favorite game when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> now, I will say, this episode isn't actually the... Like, chrono- chronologically, it doesn't fit. So, it serves as, like, a prequel to the movie, which we probably should have discussed already. I might force you to discuss at some point. And it takes place between the episode from season two, Cat and Mouse, and that movie. Um, Clone Wars is weird. They decided to air it all out of order for some reason, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, um, that was one thing that confused me. Is it just, and I had this on my notes, but now it makes more sense. Is it just seemed like they skipped stuff, but that makes sense if it's out of place. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just weird. I, I didn't fully get it, but. I'm yeah. glad they I'm glad they did it. So this episode starts off. How did the droids get so close to Obi-Wan and without then, like, anyone hearing them? Yeah. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. I mean, just their movement has to be loud. Clank, clank, clank. But no. It's just weird. Um yeah. so then they're fighting the droids are getting kind of overwhelmed, and again in the squad. Um Anakin and the squad. What Anakin is this? Rashida, Talib, AOC, and everybody. Anakin. Anakin and Anakin and the Ford. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anakin and his squad go over on cables. Of course, one of them gets shot down, but it's not anyone that actually matters. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! We just judging the value of human and clone life here, Grant. It's yes, we are. Um, <laughs> So they get over there. They help kind of clear out the droids, but they still realize they need to escape. They get on the roof. More droids are attacking them. Their ship comes, so they fly away. Of course, they have to take the one droid's head off. Of course, take that's what them. you do. Yep, as you do. Um, then from there, 
Um, they go to the command center. It's Anakin, Obi Wan. And was it Rex and Cody too? It was, was it Rex and Cody. Rex and Cody were there, and they're talking about okay. There's probably a spy. We probably have an imposter, and then imposter. we need to figure out who this imposter is. Anakin and I are going to head over to the Separatist like headquarters, as you do, mm-hmm. because that's apparently how you find out you have a spy. Yeah, oh, no, that never made sense to me. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me either. So then they leave, and then Rex and Cody look over, and they realize that one of the communications links was turned on, meaning someone was spying on them. Someone was on cams. Um, Someone was on cams. And then they turn and look, and there is a mysterious clone at the time, uh, soon found out to be Slick, who was another squad commander. Is that the right term? I guess. Um, so they start chasing after this mystery droid and end up realizing, crap, he's in the mess hall. We're not finding him now. So then they're like, all right, let's track and see where there they find this mysterious signal being sent out. Oh, look, that's from Slick's barracks. Let's go talk to his people. Definitely can't be Slick because, of course, not. So go talk to the people. They all have pretty good alibis until you get to this one kid. Okay, so before we get there, though, let me just go ahead and say, it's never the person you most suspect. It's never the person you medium suspect, or you, you least suspect. It's the person you least suspect. It's, the, it's always the person you medium suspect. That's the per- the, the most medium suspected person is the person that you're looking for. That's a butchering of a Michael Scott quote, but I had to I had to use it. That is the clone they're looking for. <laughs> it is the clone they're looking for. Um, also, I thought it was going to be Cody. I'm not going to lie. I really did think it was going to be Cody, and I'm not I sure I didn't why. think it was going to be Cody. See, I don't care enough about Cody. I didn't know how long he lasted, so I kind of expected it to be Cody. I can't remember how long he lasts either. I don't think he makes it through the whole thing. I feel like he doesn't. But I didn't think it was going to be him. Well, before... During part of that, they cut over to Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're like, wow, this is really easy. And then there's Ventress. And Ventress, and here I thought this mission would be unpleasant. Yeah, but before we got there, though, you remember they knew it was a trap. Like, they had the whole conversation talking about how they knew it was a trap. And then Anakin's like, well, it won't turn out well for them. And, like, Obi-Wan looks at him like he's out of his mind. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Anakin is out of his mind. As always. He's out of his mind, out of his mind, out of his mind, out of his mind. That's probably a song. Yep, so then it cuts back, and they're interviewing the clones, and it gets to Chopper. It's, so, Chopper, old boy, what's your alibi? <laughs> eh. And then Chopper's going through it, and I thought it was going to be Chopper. I but I should have I should have known you that the world known. was wide enough for a different, different imposter. For other um, imposters. And me. So then they get to the point and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, Chopper was being suspicious. Or, sorry. Sus. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Chopper have sus. To be, have to be correct. Chop sus. <laughs> Chop um, sus. Chop, not to be confused with Chop Suey. Yep. Chop sus. And then Chopper's like, wait, hold on. Slick was being sus too. And Slick is like, well, why don't we just wait for the Jedi to get back to have you or have them interview you and i don't know if it was rex or cody but they went big brain not smooth brain and (laughs) they went big brain and they're like hey uh how do you know the jedi were gone and um 
Slick is like, I was really hoping you wouldn't um wouldn't. I really wish you that, hadn't sir. noticed that, sir. Yeah. Yep. Or and kind of before that happens, it cuts back to Anakin and Obi Wan against the Ventress. Yep. Ventress. <laughs> Anakin and Obi Wan against Ventress, and um. Okay, so there was a lot of tension there, like an uncomfortable amount. Yeah, I thought Obi Wan liked um. What's your face? Start to the nest. Charlene? I don't know. I wasn't the Mandalorian f- girl. What? Did I miss something? It wasn't in this episode. Okay, but there. I don't remember that. I think that must have been later on in Clone Wars. Ah, come on, what is it? Must be later on in Clone Wars. Hold on, I need to look this up. Anyway, um, my my point was just the like the weirdness that was most of that conversation was weird. Like, it's like get a room. Satine, that's her name. Sorry, I. My my mind was like I need to figure out this girl's name before I go crazy. But anyways, uh, yeah, there was a lot of that, and I was like, hmm, that's kind of sus. <laughs> yeah, we don't meet Satine though for a while. Like I, I don't think we've met her yet. I don't, I don't think we have. Sorry to take you away from the Clone Wars for just one second, but let me tell you about PodPage. So PodPage is this amazing service for all of you podcasters out there that takes your RSSS feed. R- your RSS feed and it creates a website based on that. And it takes like 30 seconds. It's absolutely amazing. If for any reason you have issues, they have absolutely amazing customer service. I cannot recommend it enough. It is absolutely phenomenal. They also allow you to instantly generate tweets with your episode description, your show notes and everything right there. They put all the links to everywhere your podcast is all in one spot. So you can just share one link and everybody can go everywhere. It's absolutely great. It's really helped out our listens it boosted us by about 45% this week notwithstanding. And um, it's just absolutely really, really great. I cannot recommend it enough. There's just so much that they do for you. And it's, again, it's great. It's highly customizable and everything you would ever need to start a podcast website. And, and there is a free plan. But if, as a listener to this show, if you go to podpage.com and enter promo code MTAN, you get a month of the premium, the cream of the crop, the super high-end stuff, the so high-end stuff, we don't even use it because we can't afford it. You get one month of that for free. Again, just go to podpage.com and enter promo code M-T-A-N to both let them know that we sent you and get one month of their premium service for free. It's glorious. Anyway, um, now we're getting back to Clone Wars. But anyways, um, Venture says, my loyal informant informed me you were coming. Wow, her informant informed her. Woo-hoo. That is what they do. Them's the um, facts. And the- <laughs> oh, they edited out my them's the facts, by the way. Uh, <laughs> put it back in. <laughs> and then one of them goes, well, then, we thank you for your hospitality. I assume that's what we want. Then they're fighting, and Venture starts getting away. Jumps out the window and there's all the ships behind her, and they just go, "You didn't tell us you were bringing friends." Yeah, and then they yoke themselves on out of there. And then there's the whole scene where Slick gets away, and then like burns the whole like weapons thing down pretty much, and then gets into the command room, hops mm-hmm. an event, and sits there waiting. And Rex, yep, he literally. Vans. And then Rex and Cody. 
know him well enough to know he's doing that, but don't, don't make it overly obvious. And they, they obviously see him, yeah. And then they're like, oh, I'll go search this area. And then the other one, I can't remember which one it was, but one of them leaves their gun on the center thing unloaded. Cody. Cody does that and is like, oh, I'll fix security and get the power back up. And then just looks like, got these suckers, grabs the gun, and then Cody's like, it's empty. <laughs> yeah, okay, so didn't realize those things could run out of gun- uh, run out of bullets. I didn't know that either. Well, he took the cartridge out. Okay, and? Yeah. So that still means there's ammo. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. So then, as I put, Slick got yoded. He, he really did. Yep, so they got him arrested, and he's going to eternal darnation for that. And then... At the very end, they're like, we managed to save the heavy cannons, though. Well, that's good, because there's about to be a thousand battle droids on their way here. And in episode. <laughs> yep. Um, that is the end of the episode. Um, it was quite good, I thought. It was It was good, yeah. I liked um, it a lot. I do like, I like this new format where you just take my job and explain everything. Uh, <laughs> it was quite good. Um, so... Did you have any favorite moments out of that? Like things you absolutely loved? I didn't have any favorite moments, but there was no bad moments in the whole episode. It was like the Mandalorian one. There was just nothing bad or nothing wrong with it. It was just good the whole way through. I agree. Um, Yeah, I I agree. I knew that the the guy that they accused initially of being the imposter wasn't the imposter because of the scar. You've never seen an imposter with one eye. It's kind of hard to be a spy with one eye. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. yeah, so I thought it was really good, too. What's your letter grade on that, man? I gave it an A. Okay, I was going to give it an A+. Plus. Um, it's, All right. it's good. I didn't have anything against it, and when I can't find something I didn't like about it, I try to stick it as high as possible. Um, so yeah. yeah. I gave it an A because it was good throughout, but there wasn't, for me, any one or two specific moments that stood out above the rest. Yeah, that 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 is true. That made it go from good to great. Okay, so maybe I will go A. With Herman the Lerman, it might have gotten an A+. Plus. Herman. All right. Well, uh, if you want to send more hate mail about Herman, <laughs> you can still email at com. We're on Instagram at mushtalkaboutnothing. We're on Twitter at M-T-A-N podcast. We have a website, which is podpage.com slash M-T-A-N. And we have a Discord, which is Must Talk Municipality. Yep. And... Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, wherever else you happen to be listening, except Spotify. Spotify sucks. Anyway, um, if you'll do that, it would really help us out because we are trying to move up in the algorithm, and it's really tough to do that when when no one listens and no one leaves reviews. And because very few of you listen to the last couple episodes, I really do need to beg, beg, beg you to tell your friends about the show. Please tell them that we're a good show. You can even lie to them and tell them that we're a great show. And then you can just share our podpage.com link. It's great. It's podpage.com slash MTAN. Super easy to remember. And just direct them to your favorite episode. Make it the one where me and Lawson and Grant all hated on Padme. And then go on and go about your day and know that you made us feel good about ourselves. And we'll keep doing this. Anyway, for Grant, I've been Grant, in case you didn't realize that by now, and 
when you want to watch a show, but there's just too much to do, just click your little finger and we'll do a review.